to set the stage of a woman who was wrongfully accused of killing her daughter, a daughter who she tenderly cared for, but she has been wrongfully accused of murdering her daughter. What would you guys do? How would you react and what would your next step be? Listen in on our comments of a K-drama that discuss this exact scenario. You are now listening to 100% Two Geek Girls, unbiased opinions on all things geek. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Mika and Nika. the podcast geeksters (laughs) um yeah it's about to be a lot of fun in this episode we are going to discuss a k-drama called miss ma nemesis it is actually based on uh, miss marple's story so if you're familiar a little bit with uh, agatha christie miss marple and her cute parole you will really enjoy miss ma nemesis however i will say this if you like mysteries in general As we said in the intro, um, Miss Ma is accused of killing her nine-year-old daughter, and she actually escapes prison. In the very first episode, there is an outbreak, um, a prison break, and <clears throat> excuse me, um, detectives and officers are on their way to lock down the prison and to investigate with what happened, who escaped, and all that. Um, once they arrive, obviously they find out who the person was that escaped, and then they go through how that person might have escaped. I think in the first few episodes, maybe it takes them about two or three episodes to do so. But it's really good because a lot of the earlier episodes, they do flashbacks on how she escaped and everything. And then you see throughout the whole series, different flashbacks of what actually happened the night that the unfortunate tragic accident happened with her daughter came about so um, yeah it's a it very much is a mix of the classic telling of miss marple stories yes um, because quite a few of the actual uh, storylines from miss marple are used for the episodes within miss ma but i also think if we had to not to compare it to something american but I think it also does a very good job of the storytelling of the first season of How to Get Away with Murder, where you kind of go back and forth to see how do we get here, sometimes even just 15 minutes prior to what happened to show you where um, or why something transpired. So It has a very good mix of that. I'll also say, too, that another thing that you will really enjoy if you are a fan of Agatha Christie stories is even though most of the stories that they use have a, um, they keep the original culprit from those stories, Mm -hmm. but what they change is how some of those stories play into the overall storyline of Miss Ma. Which okay. is different from Miss Marple, because Miss Marple's story, she's just the older lady living in the village. The the superintendent comes and says, 
uh, girl, you won't believe. Well, he doesn't say that, but he says, you know, <laughs> he says, you know, a murder's happened, or she's walking around through the neighborhood and see that something happened, and she kind of inserts herself into um, the murder. Because um, most of the time, the superintendents, they don't really want her around or whatever. She ends up just solving what happens. Mm-hmm. But with Miss My Nemesis, I like the way the writers wrote the stories that were based on the original collection, but then they tied it all into the original story. Either who uh-huh. did it, someone that was related to the person who ended up being the culprit in the story that was, you know, in some way, fashion forms tied to Ms. Ma's life, or however the case may be. Okay, so I thought that was a very unique spin on the storylines because, to be honest with you, when I first read the synopsis of the story and it said that it was going to be about... Um, based on? Based on the Miss Marple mysteries, I was like, oh, that's probably not going to be too interesting to me because I've already seen those so I know how it's going to transpire but um, some of the things were different and there were some twists and turns from the original one that um, Miss Ma played on that you know was a little bit different the storytelling was a little bit different with maybe not necessarily who the culprit was but if they had an accomplice or their motives for doing it was different. Okay. So, so yeah. basically, not so much the actual, well, I guess the majority were murderers. So, not the murderers, but whoever was helping them along with the murders. And, exactly. You know, yeah. Okay. Well, just, just some, there were some twists and turns that made it different. So, it wasn't just like, oh, well, I know who did this. So, I know everything that's going to transpire. They did make it different. And then again, because. As you mentioned from the beginning of this episode, it starts out being about Miss Ma's life. Mm-hmm. You, you never forget that at the end of the day, it's still about what's going on in her storyline. And essentially, she's on the run. Exactly. Like, it kind of is not in your face that she's on the run, mm-hmm. but the detective is very much so around and present. Because we said it starts with her breaking out. And then at some point, um, obviously their paths cross. I don't want to get too far into that. But their paths cross at one point. She still gets away. And then once she has reset her life on a different path. And there's a little bit more distance. There's a point again where their paths cross. However, it's not in the way that you would normally think. And it's like... Over here, I'm Miss Moss solving crimes and being wonderful in the village. But on the other end, I'm still having to evade the police or evade detectives and that kind of stuff. So that, to me, makes it very interesting as well. Because, you you know, she was wrongfully accused. So for all intents and purposes, this is an innocent um, citizen. <laughs> you know, so she's being that on as Miss Ma. And then on the other side, it's like you still have to avoid... Um, being caught before you can find out who actually is the person uh, for the reason for your daughter no longer being being alive. So um, that's true. And then I will say that I think sometimes in K dramas you have that 
detective written that's bumbling and he never really knows what's going on and everybody else is solving everything yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. I don't I think that's one thing that I really enjoyed about this one. Because even in the the reason why I bring that up is because with Miss Marple, she's mm-hmm. basically solving everything. You're the right. superintendents yeah. don't really know anything. They always grab the wrong person. Yes. They they never figure it out in general. It's usually always her figuring out everything or whatever. But in Miss Ma, I will say the uh, lead detective. Yes, lead, he was very was he good. the captain? The, I'm just going to say the lead detective. Mm-hmm. I think he, um, they did a very good way of writing his role so where he didn't know everything that was going on, but he had, he just kept searching and figuring yes. out. And if things didn't make sense to him, you know, hmm, why is it this way or why is it that way? And, you know, being a detective, obviously, and solving it versus, you know, sometimes on TV shows, I think that's something across the board. If they're not, if the show isn't about the detective, then whoever else the show is about, they always make sure that that person knows everything, which is cool. It serves its purpose, but I like that it wasn't just one-sided and only just Miss Ma. Exactly. Yeah, and since you <clears throat> brought up the lead detective, he eventually in his own way um if you decide to watch the k-drama you'll see how much of a big help he ends up being Mm -hmm. in the story there's also a young lady there i can't tell you who she is because then i will spoil the show (laughs) spoil the series but there's a young lady who's going to be there this mom's niece we'll just leave it at miss ma's niece oh spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) it's not really a spoiler (laughs) anyway so um i didn't uh well i was a I was trying to avoid actually saying that part too. But yes, a young lady who who we're going to label her as Ms. Ma's niece comes along. She's an absolute big help within the series um, on both ends of the stories. On the solving yeah. the murders and being a big help to Ms. Ma. Uh, I also, th- oh, I yes. think she was like a moral compass for Ms. Ma. Okay. Because there's certain times within the storylines where you kind of see where... Miss Ma may not want to do something or she doesn't really want to talk about or discuss certain things and in certain cases she has to say well look we have to do this or we have to do that and there were times when she had to be the moral compass for Miss Ma and Miss Ma didn't even know she was doing those things it was just a scene between her and somebody else and um I think the balance between those two characters um I know we always talk a lot about bromance and in, in um, different shows or whatever, but if we could say cis rant, cis romance, is that can, can we say that? We can coin that. Um, I think they their characters bounced off well together. Okay. Um, and it wasn't, it didn't seem forced between the two. International Women's Month. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Those two. Um, as well as the women in the village as well. Yes. I would not present necessarily in all the, the mm-hmm. things going on mm-hmm. in the back end. You know, in there, like you said, with the sister romance, mm-hmm. those two, Miss Ma and her niece, very tight communication, very much in, in doubt in what's going on in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but the women in the neighborhood yeah. as well. What did you think about that comparison with, how does that compare to Miss Marple, because I know you watched a lot of the Miss Marple. See, in Miss Marple, she, it was pretty much just her. 
She okay. would go and maybe visit a friend, and then that friend would hang out with her for the series of those one or two episodes because it was about an hour each episode. Okay. So they would either solve it by the end of the hour or maybe a couple of hours they would have it solved part one, part two. Um, but she didn't really have like a squad, if you will. Okay. But I also like that too, the fact that she had a, a, a squad that she rolled with mm. um, during out the whole thing and their interactions was funny. I think yes. we saw a lot of uh, character development and growth and even the way it ended, not going to spoil it, but just the way they talked about... The relationship that they had at the end with all the things that they went through through the course of the what was it 32 episodes yes oh by the way this is 30 minute episodes for a total of 32 yes. episodes mm-hmm. yes um which i think played well for it mm-hmm. because i feel like what you would normally get stressed out into an hour that half an hour half of that action what's going to happen right next, and then you go right into the next episode, Um, or what's going to happen now, rather not right next. Um, I think that really played well into the dynamic of the show itself. Not that there's anything wrong with the hour episode, but I think that 30-second interval, 30-minute interval actually helped it. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse me. But, yeah, I very much think the dynamic between this cast, most of uh, the women, since we are talking about this for Women's History Month, um, strong women in K-dramas, I would definitely say that we get that. But it's not a thing where we're trying to overshadow anyone. It's just told um, from their perspective. Okay. Okay, I can definitely agree with that. Um, As I said, overall, the supporting cast is very very good very good um i thought the casting in this k-drama was good i really enjoyed mm-hmm. the relationship that they had which we tapped on as well um i thought that this was a cast of strong women mm-hmm. even the women in the village the three women in the village yes they were very strong very helpful and then miss ma of course um very focused on getting answers on what happened um shoot well, I can't say that. Yeah, because... <laughs> I was going to go through all the women, but yeah, if I went too... Yeah, I would yeah. go too far. Anyway! <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is kind of the drawback sometimes of talking about things Not that are crime-related and uh, mysteries because exactly. you don't want to spoil it. Exactly. But yeah, I will say all of all of the characters in here, the casting, many women included, yeah. but the women were all very, very strong uh, leads to And I definitely think that, you know... With that being said, again, without spoiling, there were some people who were really acting their ass off. Yeah, they'll you know keep you, they'll keep you um, on your toes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. To me, as I watched it for the very first time, I felt at certain points when certain people would introduce something was off, but I didn't know quite what and mm-hmm. where. But it keeps you on your toes every yes. 30 minutes. It's very good drama to watch, and you guys should very much so watch it. We'd love to know if you do watch it as well. Yes, and I think one thing, again, that makes this unique, probably to me, is because, um, just like with Murder in the Orient, Mm -hmm. um, 
the remake of it. I think okay. they did a really good job of letting you know, yes, we're taking from Miss Marvel, but we're still creating a K-drama. So we're still going to implement some of our, I want to say tropes, but we're going to make it our own. It's not going to be exactly like Miss Marple's episodes one, two, three, four, five, and six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that served its purpose well. Um, I definitely think that it has rewatch value because even if you already know who did it, when you watch it again, which was a second, a third, or maybe fourth time for me, yeah, it was um, at least three times. Yes. Yeah, at least three. Um, <laughs> I watched it twice, but yeah. yeah. It was a thing of now looking at different facial expressions and um, noticing different things here and there that you may not have seen the first time. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, it is it is something that can be rewatched. But I also I think this is a very good drama to watch. It's again because it's 30 minutes. I think it's definitely something that if you get into, if you to take breaks you don't have to worry about oh my god I have 40 minutes left because it is just 30 minutes um, this is something that you can watch currently on Vicky if you have that um, if you have that subscription the reason why I say you have that subscription because I think this is one of the ones that you need the pass to to watch it with I don't think okay. you can watch it for free um, I'm not positive on that but I believe it's one of the ones that you need the Vicky subscription to watch yeah i think it's called the pass okay yeah so with that being said we're going to end this episode here we would love to hear your thoughts on if you've seen miss ma nemesis we would also love to hear your thoughts if uh you haven't seen this drama if you think that this is a drama that you would like to watch it is once again a part of the crime drama uh, genre of K-drama. And with that being said, as always, guys, you know what to do. Stay Stay geeky. If you enjoyed 100% Two Geek Girls, we love for you to tweet us at Two Geek Girls. That's T-W-O-G-E-E-K-G-I-R-L-S-S. There we can continue the conversation. Don't forget to join us next week for another show.